Welcome back to Out of Range, episode two. I'm Craig. I'm Laura. Last week we didn't have an intro, so I was told we needed an intro this time. Oh, was that it? Pretty much. Okay. We should should we say what the sh- <laughs> we out don't of range? know what the show's about yet. Yeah, we're learning. We're we're learning as we go. We talk every week about something diabetes related. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Real things. Real things. It's our tagline. Keep it real. <laughs> real things. We keep it real. Okay. Keeping it real with Craig and Laura. Last this week. This is out of range. <laughs> <laughs> Last week we talked about. Posting our A1Cs publicly. And there was a lot of response <laughs> to that. Good and bad. I think it was all good. Oh, okay. All of the responses were good. Some people disagreed with us, which, of course. Our opinion was that you shouldn't post it because... Our opinion was that we weren't sure why the reason behind people posting it, if it was more for themselves or if they understood the effect that it had on other people that were following them. Yeah. Am I talking loud enough? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) And we got a lot of people saying that they post it as kind of a motivation for themselves when they see that their A1C is so-and-so that they then strive to be better or at least as good, mm-hmm. which I could see. Of course. You could also just write it on your mirror in your bathroom. <laughs> and then post it. I would just so you look at it every day. Tattoo? <laughs> Temporary tattoo. <laughs> There's a business. It lasts for three months <laughs> exactly. and then it fades away. But we loved hearing your feedback. Yeah, thank you to everyone who... Um, wrote out responses for us. And we did have people uh, screenshot listening to it. And we were going to pick one person to win a little like swag bag swag of beta bag. cell stuff. Yeah. I'm going to announce that at the end of the episode. So you got to listen to the you whole thing. You have to listen to the whole thing. You have to listen to the whole thing. You fast forward. We're not going to post it anywhere. It's only going to be announced at the end of this podcast. Yeah. And then I guess you have to message us. <laughs> we're not bribing you. Address. You just have to listen to this whole episode. So what should we talk about this week? Oh, Craig. Let's talk about dating with type 1 diabetes. Dating with type 1 diabetes. Do you talk about this on your panels? I do. I think this is one of the most asked questions on the social media panels out of the three. How does it relate to social media? No, I think it's actually, let me take that back because one of the panels I did was a young professionals with T1D and all these teenagers wrote in questions for us. And a lot of them were about how do you tell the person that you're dating? that you're type one. I have a story really quick. Okay. I photographed someone. Um, she was telling me that she went on this blind date and she was so nervous to tell the person that she was type one. I don't even know if she was going to tell them that first date. Um, and she noticed that he was like doing something under the table. And she was like, what is he doing? Like, is he texting? Is this guy really rude? Should I get up and leave? And then he lifted his hands up and he had an insulin pump in his hands and he was diabetic too. And he was trying to hide it from her. Oh, my god! Or just like keep it, you know. Yeah. Under the wraps. DL. Yeah. And then what? there's a conversation starter. If I've ever. <laughs> there's an icebreaker on a first date. How did, their, uh, did they keep dating? I don't know. I don't think Okay. Because that's a, that's a whole separate topic. Diabetics, dating diabetics. Oh, yeah. We'll get into that I would later. know. Do you think the main question people have is how do you tell the person? I think that's Or it's it. like the – or what it's like after. 
I think it's it. two parts. I think most people are asking about I mean, the actually, first part. I think there's a lot, a lot to talk about on the subject. How do you do it? I I have had type one for so long that it's never been this thing where I'm like going on a first date. I'm like, how do I tell them? It it is it not I, weird to you because it's just such a part of it's, you? I it's guess? it's always been a part of me. It's like it's so a part of me. It's like my gender. It's like they know I'm a female. I feel like it's the first date. It's gonna come up that I'm type one diabetic. There's no way. I mean, I don't. I've never tried to hide it, but I don't remember. I don't have any like. There's this one story I told on the walk. on the you were on a walk with someone yeah what did I tell oh I told that on that low video you made where I didn't tell the person I was on a date with a first date first date just because it never came up and we walked for a very long time around the city and then all if I had like felt that the love was coming on I probably would have spoken up and said something but it hit me so quickly and I was like oh my god free decks come Pre-Dexcom, yeah. So you just like, you got the low sweats, the shakes. I'm about to pass out, like crossing the street right now. And she looked over and I wish I had a tube of glucose tablets just like pouring the entire tube down my throat. And she was like, what are you doing? And I was like, oh my God, I'm diabetic. I'm so low right now. And then, I mean, obviously that was a really good chance to explain (laughs) what the whole thing meant. But that's the only, I think that's the only time. Did she have questions for you afterwards? yeah. Was yeah, she like, do she you need help? Fine. Did she know about diabetes? She did not know about it, but I... Because I think uh, that's... Is that the fear that... Because the question is, how how does how do you bring it up? Right. And then I'm, yeah, there's no easy way. I mean, weird. you don't go... Because I'm never like, hi, I'm Laura. I'm a type 1 diabetic. Yeah. So I think it's more like for me, I'm always checking my watch and checking my phone for my numbers. Or before Dexcom, I was rude. test. I'm like, would always, t- I was like an over tester anyway. And yeah, I didn't want to just like pull this thing out without You're explaining. Just like always checking your so watch. I, I think, but I, I think I'm very, I think I'm very nonchalant. Like, I think the way I say it, I'm like, oh, by the way, I'm a type one diabetic. And then if they know, then they know. And if they don't, then that's their chance to ask questions. And I think if you make it not a big deal. Right. It doesn't seem it's, like such I'm, a big Yeah. Deal. I think I'm like, oh, sorry. I'm, I have to test my blood sugar. So how do you oh, bring why? it up? Oh, I'm a diabetic. Just like while you're eating? I think it comes up when I, it has to come up. Like, I don't think I've ever brought it up on its own. It's like when I have to take out my meter and test my blood sugar, if I'm checking my phone to, t- to see my blood sugar. I think this whole story about Dexcoms, though, and me right now is not true because I was with my fiance when I got on the Dexcom. So I had never been on a first date with a Dexcom. So it had oh, only okay. it would only have to be like when I'm testing or have to get a shot. Yeah. Or have sugar. I feel like... The issue then, you know, it comes up and then you're afraid the other person's going to think it's this weird, gross thing. Well, and that, I think And that's... then they're going to be like, red flag. Right. Ghosted. They're like, oh, look at the time. Yeah. I got to go. Um, I think, but that all is surrounded but that's by never, the stigma that's that never comes with type one. You've never I like been like. I think so. Or they just ghost you for different reasons. You know what? There is this one. This is like when I was younger, I think in high school, where. I was like meeting someone out and I didn't want them to know. So I took off my pump. And it was just like I was going down the street and I knew it was going to be like a few minutes just to go to like say hi to them. But I took it off just because I didn't want to have anything visible. So I'm sure, you know, I'm sure yeah, when I was younger that I felt a lot differently. you think you felt embarrassed about it? Yeah, I think I did. But I, I can't remember these like specific emotions. But I do know there was a time where I did take it off um, just so that person wouldn't know. What about you? I feel like I have a very different experience. Go on. Type one. But I also got it when I was 
13 mm -hmm. and pretty much didn't date for a while. So it wasn't like, I you mean, know, right. I wasn't like, didn't have a lot of experience dating at 12 Yeah. to then like transition. Well, I mean, I was so like my first time, no, I know the same <laughs> with you, but it's like my, I hadn't had it that long mm -hmm. for one thing when I started yeah, dating. Yeah, that's the difference. So it, that's it the difference. It wasn't, yeah. Um, I never know how to bring it up. And I would go on dates and not say anything. I think what's easy for you, I mean, was and this I would before, do, was this pre-beta cell? I think so. Because, I mean, I've, I have both experienced pre, pre right, and post Because I think and you have all these difference. amazing opportunities that they're like, what do you do? Exactly. Sorry. Okay, I'll let you go. I'll get to that. Okay. But I, I, I distinctly remember on dates, I, you know, I would have like my my Omnipod, my little like PDM controller yeah. in my pocket. And, you know, I take it out and the food comes and I kind of like look at it and I like type some buttons and like in my head, I'm like counting the carbs and I'm like doing, Not I'm trying to like, to that I'm trying to like, I'm like, uh-huh. Yeah, I agree. Like keep talking. Um, you know, the way you kind of do when you're not paying attention. And later in this, in this instance, um, I ended up telling this girl and she was like, oh, you know, on that first date, I thought you were like texting your friends exactly. to like, you know, so they knew you were like, okay. Or that you hated me. <laughs> or that you hated me or like, yeah, SOS. Yeah. Um, or I was just like so bored with the conversation. Yeah. Like, oh, it's on sorry, Instagram. sorry, I'm going to like <laughs> gram this. Um, so I, I think people notice when you're doing stuff like that. Of course, especially on a first date. But at least it's kind of like discreet. It, I, You know, I guess... Otherwise, I would like go to the bathroom and give myself a shot in the bathroom. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe don't get food your first date <laughs> if you don't want to say. So get a cheese platter. So this then leads to what you were saying. Because um, it's so a part of your life now. Well, now when people ask like, "Oh, what hobbies do you do?" I was like, "Oh, I have a podcast," or I probably even put that in like your dating profile or whatever. Right. Like, oh, I have, I have a podcast. I don't say what. Yeah. You know, I don't say the name of the podcast, what it's about. And, of course, people ask about that. Like, oh, so you have a podcast. Like, what do you talk about? I'm like, oh, I interview people with type 1 diabetes about their lives. And I'm like, oh, what's your connection with type 1 Like, why would you and do that? Like, oh, I was I like, have oh, I have type that 1. That happens to me now, too. And it's not dating. But, <laughs> Sorry. no, but even just that little part, like, when they ask, like, what's your connection? And I have to say, like, oh, I have type 1. I still get that, like. What, frog in my throat. Why? That like, what do you? What? what uh, is and it takes me like a second. Fear? What is your biggest fear? I think them like judging you. Perhaps it could be. I don't. I don't know if judging is the right word, but it just. But I think feeling that, like a red flag, like someone's gonna be like, "Oh, I don't want to date someone with diabetes," and then you're just immediately well, I think it all comes, it's, like ridden off before you can even explain it, or. And this, I think, plays into the whole type one versus type two. That's what I was going to say. Stigma. Is that that's the whole reason? I mean, there. I don't know if there would be half the amount of shame that comes with type one if it wasn't for type two. I think that's what the studies I've seen have said. Yeah, that, but that's a whole another topic. Yeah, diabetes shame. Yeah. <laughs> Future episode. Yeah. Stay tuned. So, I it's still. I don't know. I haven't had to say it in a while. Have the the first date conversation. I know it's really hard. Yeah, I know it's and really hard for people. What I also find hard, and this is with dating and just people, friends in general. 
I feel like the longer you wait to tell them, the more awkward it gets. Because type one is such like a big part of your life and you're always thinking about like, always doing something about it. it's just this giant secret you're keeping. No, and, 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 and uh, exactly. And like the longer you wait, the more of like the fact that you were hiding it. Yeah, and then it's like a lie. It's almost like you've been lying to them exactly. this entire time. Have you ever lied about having diabetes? <laughs> In general? <or> ever. <laughs> have you ever lied? Tell us all um, of your lies. Have I, I would need another glass of wine for that. Um, no. I mean, that's a weird question. It's not like anyone's ever asked me, do you have type 1? <laughs> and I say no. I don't. I, I mean, I'm sure I, there are. No, 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 no. I have never lied about if I had type 1 or not. I know there are instances where I've been out with, like, new friends that I, they probably still don't know I have it because it never happened to come up. Never but that was up. just, like, based on the cons, like the But do you feel like the fact that you haven't talked about it would be, like, really awkward? Like, no, oh, no, no, I've no, known no, you no. for five no, years no, 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 no. and there's, you've never mentioned you have diabetes? No, 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 no. There's and you run a nonprofit no, photographing there, people with diabetes on a podcast? There's nobody in my life that has... That doesn't know. Known me for a long time that doesn't know. I'm talking about like one time hanging out with people that oh, okay. would be like, oh, surprise that I had it. Yeah. But in the beginning, I mean, when I first started You're Just My Type, it's the same thing. It was like friends from high school that didn't necessarily know I had it. I was like, oh, yeah, I have this new project. I'm photographing this type ones. And like, why type one? And I'd be like, oh, I have, I, I have it. And I'd be like, what? That's what it was like when I first launched Beta Cell. Yeah, and, and now I not emailed even emailed everyone. And not even yeah, and not even. I mean, I know we're talking about dating right now, but now when I meet people that ask what I do, I mean, this isn't my full time. You're just my type is obviously not my full time job, but I'm like, but I always add it in there because it's it's what I, it's but my you, passion. It's what you do? Yeah. Probably so I'm like, oh, I'm Danny, and I also have this nonprofit where I photograph type ones, and it's just like acquaintances, and they're like, oh, why type ones? And then I tell them, and then it starts a whole. Why not? Oh, I think it's good. The only way to break down this, this is, I mean, this is the whole point of my project too. The only way to break down these stigmas and change people feeling embarrassed about it is to then talk, is, about, is to talk, to about, talk it. about it. Yeah. <laughs> and to educate. It's almost like a catch-22. You're too embarrassed to talk about it, but the only way to change be not embarrassed view. to talk about it is to talk about it. Exactly. In uh, the beta cell episode about me, where I'm interviewed. Who interviews you? Rennie. I think that was episode three. I, didn't know. <laughs> I just um, whispered I didn't know that that happened because I didn't listen. Uh, you didn't listen to my I'm episode? Sorry. Then this will be a surprise to you. I okay. I lied once. And how did it come up where you needed to lie about it? I had my Omnipod. Oh, what did you say? On my arm. And I was, this was, must have been in like the first year that I had it. Um, How old were you when you first got the Omnipod? Then I had just graduated college. Oh, were you, you were on shots the whole time before? Yeah. I don't, I have no idea how old I was. I could do the math. So I got it like the, I don't know, December, January, probably January after I graduated. Okay. And was very conscious whenever I had it on my arm, I would wear long Wait, sleeves. Wait, I'm so curious to hear what you could have possibly said that I was. always wore long sleeves. Oh, you just hit it. You just hit I it. I hit it. Oh, I thought someone asked, Wait. well, what? Okay. <laughs> and then one day at work, I was like in the break room. I was like making something to eat, like toast or something like that. And I had a short sleeve shirt on. 
and you know, you're, sticks out. <laughs> yeah. And one of my coworkers was like, oh, Craig, what's that on your arm? And you just and weren't I, expecting it at all? No. What did and you say? I, I said it was like a pedometer or something like that. Or some sort of like and fitness just tracker it off, kind of thing. Or did they ask any? Yeah, questions? no, we do. No, they did, and I and then I just kind of like brush it off. I was like, she's like, oh, it's like, oh, it's attached. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, 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 whatever. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Anyway. And then eventually told my coworker that I had type one, but it wasn't like right away. After I just that. thought of it her? was a little while after that that I said it, and then she's like, oh, it made sense. Did you but, say, why did you lie to me the no, first time we met? She didn't even remember that that had happened. Oh, lucky. I mean, she could have brought that back. I just thought of a really weird analogy, though. Okay. My tattoos. Okay. Um, so I use, I mean, I have a, a bunch of different instances, but I nanny, I've been nannying for like five years now. And every interview I go to, I hide my tattoos because there's an instant stigma that comes, I feel, especially from the older generation. And those are usually the parents interviewing me that comes with people with tattoos. And so it's something that I hide every time, even though it's just me. Like, you wear it, long sleeves? Yeah, oh yeah, I just wear like a sweater or a jacket. And it isn't until I get hired that I'm like, oh, by the way. Sleeves come I, off. I, 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 and then, like, I warn them, I'm like, oh, just so you know, like I do it. Because the people, I mean, sometimes it's a matter of getting the job or not, and you won't get hired. And th there's also, uh, when I used to waitress, there was a huge difference in um, the way people perceived me on if I was serving their table and they could see all my tattoos or if they couldn't. And it was like either if it was like a what young. What was the difference? Like if, there, if it was a young table and they couldn't see them, it would be like a very normal rapport. And then if I would like go in the break room and take off my sweater and they were like, oh, like it would like change the entire attitude of it. But if they were older and they would see them, you would kind of see them like back take off a, a step back and like talk to me less. Would you and change it was this, what you're wearing during the night based on the no, tables? No, it was more just like if it was cold. No, but okay. they're yeah, actually, yeah, I probably would. If it if I could tell that it was like a very conservative table and I'd be like, they're probably gonna judge me instantly and my tip would be less, then I'm gonna cover these and get yeah, the tip like, oh, that, that I deserve. She's probably just gonna spend this money on tattoos. Yeah, and or drugs. like and drugs and like <laughs> and and it's weird that that I I actually have never made this connection before that that is something that like you can't hide like I I cannot hide that for the rest of my life that I have so many tattoos. But that is something that I know that people will it it it'll set their assumption for me. Like, as soon as they see them. Yeah. And that is kind of like diabetes. Like, you can't, you're not going to be able to hide it forever. No. But I guess when you start talking to someone, it will change the way. Because there is this thing about when people find out, it's like, oh, you're, like, disabled or have this, like, handicap. I don't know if people see it as a disability. I think it, people think that it's like, oh, you ate too much sugar as a kid. What? Right? Yeah, sure. I mean, just, yeah. And then it's like. They're going to just have assumptions. Oh, you don't look diabetic. Straight away. Yeah. And then you spend the rest of the conversation like talking about it. yeah right because that's what happens like as soon as you say oh i have diabetes and like oh tell me about that and now the entire date is like diabetes 101 and how do you even diabetes 101 i mean that's all we do it's an <laughs> autoimmune disease and your white blood cells attack, attack your beta cells in your pancreas that produce insulin. We don't know the cause. And you we don't know the cause and you need insulin to turn food. So we have to into manually glucose, do it ourselves. And we have to count all of our carbs and we can eat anything we want. We just have to take the right amount of insulin for it. Yeah. But if we take too much, we go low and, and we, we die. Take too, little. take too little, your blood sugar goes high and they cut off your feet. <laughs> and it's like and then the person's like, oh, do I really want to like, and they're like Holy date this shit. person who could die at any point in time? I mean, I think it's a little different than being like they could just 
die any day. <laughs> any date we go on, I could just end up dead. Just take too much insulin. I don't think it's that. You walk for too long. Right. True. Without a Dexcom. Yeah. But that right. leads to this second part of this conversation of yeah. living with someone yeah. with diabetes. My poor, poor... Fi- That's an... Okay, I just said, my poor fiancé. I 100% feel like it's a burden as much as it is... On him? Yes. As much as it is so much a part of me, I do not know how he does it. I don't know. It's like I struggle with this weird inner conflict of would I be able to live with someone who is like always in need of these things and that I'm always going to have to be worrying about and he gets nervous I mean that I again that poor guy has witnessed me have multiple seizures and has had to like wake me up and early on has had to like wake up my roommate and be like what do I do call my mom and tell her that I'm having a seizure and like go through all the stuff um And now he's so scared that there are nights where I'll go to bed and be like, oh, I feel kind of low, but I'm not going to do anything about it because I'm not low yet. And I'll fall asleep and I'll wake up to him like checking my heart rate and like trying to find a pulse. fingers on your neck. Just to make sure that I'm awake, like alive through the night. And that is really hard for me to deal with and process because I, I like... I mean, I kind of flipped his whole life up. To, like, I'm sure there's – he never thought he would have to deal with something like this. I mean, as and much as ne- you hate the phrase type threes. Yeah, I'm not saying he's a type three. I'm saying he's a go very back to wonderful, our last episode supportive – for this conversation. I, <laughs> but the point of the type yeah, three thing is that it affects to deal with people it. And he is very – and I, I've said this before. He's so willing I, – I got really lucky – and he's he's so willing to learn everything he can about it. And every time I like, even in conversation, if I'll be like, oh, yeah, I was getting a shot and I didn't hold the pen down long enough. So I, I, don't, I don't feel like I got enough insulin. He'll immediately be like, well, how long do you need to hold it down for? And I'll be like, I don't know. I guess like the I, maybe like 10 seconds to know for sure. And then the next thing I know, he's writing on a note saying hold down for 10 seconds. And so we have a note on our fridge. It says, for injections, hold down for 10 seconds. There's another note on the fridge saying my... So that he can do it? So that he can do it, just in case. There's another note saying my uh, insulin to... Carb ratio? No, my insulin to carb ratio and then my correction, correction ratio saying like one unit above 150 just in case. And there's like glucagon details. And he just like has these notes everywhere remind like telling him how to take care of me. And I I can't... I don't... I, can't, I just can't imagine. I mean, I'm... How do you deal with that? Me? How do you deal with the fact, knowing that it well, so affects this is, him so Okay, much? so here's the other part to this, is that I feel like he has, I don't want to say, like, raise the bar so high, but he has always been so supportive and willing to learn. And, like, anytime I say I'm low, he, like, runs and gets me food. He's the one that, like, buys all my low supplies now. And my fear, I don't know if he's going to listen to this, but I feel like I have gotten very used to the way that he like goes above and beyond to take care of me. And I think that now it's like, I mean, I am like, I am like sharing this disease with him now where he comes home and buys my low supplies and I don't have to do that part anymore. But there are times when I come home and there's nothing there because either he forgot or like he didn't know I was running out. 
And I'm like, oh my God, I don't have anything. Like what, what he did, he mm-hmm. forgot. And then I'm like, wait a second, this is not his job to do this for you. But I am very reliant. And I was just telling you earlier, like there's times where I've been like 70 and like, oh my God, babe, I'm so low. And he's like, okay, get up and get a juice box if you feel you're low. Fine. And I'm like, oh, you're not going to get it for me. And like, not that I don't appreciate what he does, but I, it, he, I don't know where, I don't know how this is making me sound. But what? You think it's making me so bad? I did. What? Go ahead. What? No, it's not, I don't think it makes you It's sick. just weird. I've never had some such a const in my life that has like taken over so much of this disease where I don't have to worry about certain things anymore. What have other, what has it been like in other long-term relationships you've been in? It's never been where I've shared any of it. It's just been me doing it on my own because I can handle it because I've been doing it for so long. I don't need Do you think they didn't help. want any help or do you think you no, didn't I think, want help? No, I think I didn't want help. So do you think you sharing it, maybe you've like matured in some way? I don't know. Because I... it's not that you can't do it yourself. Right. No, I mean, I, yeah, I've been doing it my whole life. I guess that just sounds like a... I don't know, a real relationship, like a mature relationship. I'm glad that you're getting that from this because I don't want to sound like this like It's not just princess. like sharing. I mean, that could be part of it, but it's not just like, it's like sharing the dishes, sharing the chores. Sharing another responsibility. Yeah. yeah. It just happens to be something that you live with. It'd be no different if you were, I don't know, if you broke your leg Yeah. and you need to help up the stairs of your apartment, would you just be like, eh? You figure it out. Right. Of course he would help you. You're right. I mean, and even, I mean, just like last year, I got my wisdom teeth out and I was on all these pain meds. He tested my blood sugar every two hours. Like, did I, what's scary now is like, oh my God, what would I do without him? But I know I have done it on my own this whole time. Yeah. Next. <laughs> Next what? We're getting sappy. Uh I don't know. I guess every this is, relationship okay, actually, is different. This is another thing that I have brought up uh, when asked about dating and telling people. I've always said if you tell someone that you're type 1 for the first time and they have a negative reaction, then I think that's a very clear sign that that's not someone you want to see again. And I think it's a very easy way to weed people out that you should give your time of day to and give them a chance. But if they, and I'm not saying being like confused is them having a negative reaction, but them like making you feel bad or making you feel guilty or feel like a burden, then I don't think that's someone that you want to invest any more time with. Yeah. I think it's like a very good indicator of how they would react to other things in your life Hmm. or theirs. And even just beyond that, I mean, type one is such a big part of your life that if they're going to react negatively every time you go low, like, why are you low? Yeah, then don't even Take care of yourself. What do you mean your blood right. sugar is high? I've heard. I mean, I can. T- I've I've like heard horror stories of people. Give me a give me a good one. Um, this was actually the same person that I that I was telling you that was on that blind date. Um, okay. With the person with the pump, she said, and I don't remember it completely correctly, but she was with someone for a really long time, and he obviously knew she was type one, and they wanted to, she wanted to start a family and have a baby. And he got, like, very weird about it. He asked to go speak to her endo with her. And, like, they get into the office. And she, he, like, went off and was talking to the doctor, being like, 
well, what what's going to happen when she's low? Is she going to drop our baby? And like had all of these oh like very God. crazy fears about how like how how she could ever be competent enough to take care of their child while while taking care of herself with this disease. And she ended up leaving him because she was like, this is not what I want for myself. But he just like didn't think it was a possibility to spend like to build not a future even, with someone. Wasn't even worried about like the pregnancy with diabetes. Oh no, no, but it was just, just her like, being able yeah, to take, take care of care someone of else, the baby, yeah, well, and herself. Yeah. Wow. I so I know there's like I I know I'm very fortunate, um, but I I'm I'm sure there's so many stories out there about people having negative reactions. Yeah. And I think there's probably a lot of stories. I'd imagine most where the other person just, it's like no big deal. They're just like, whatever. Yeah. Wait, you have a story. I do. Oh my God. Do, am I going to do this every episode thing that we talked about something and it yeah. wasn't you? What's oh the story? my God. It wasn't me. It's, it wasn't. Um, I don't know who it was. Yeah. Do you remember the story? Oh my God. Okay. I'm going to tell the story and someone's going to be like, that was me that told it. It's a story about they were like, oh God, I'm gonna mess it up. Um, they were with someone and they hadn't told them that they were type one. I don't know. I feel like the story they were like in a car or something. <laughs> and they're like driving. And then like eventually, like way later, they're like so nervous, so nervous, so nervous to tell this person they're type oh, one. Oh, I told you the story, but it wasn't me. <laughs> oh my God. It wasn't about me. It was it? It was someone else. Okay, then Jesus, then okay, then you tell it. So it, were they in a car? Yeah, so okay, this person I was had, not completely had been off, dating guys. someone, and <laughs> this is they had been dating for a while, and she kept hiding the fact that she had type 1. I guess she was, she, I don't know, like all the things we've said before, you didn't want to say it. And it had been, if I'm remembering the story correctly, months, like four months of dating someone. Yeah. And they're sitting in the car driving somewhere, and she she looks over to him and she says, um, "Hey, I've got something to tell you." He's like, "Okay." And she says, "I have type one diabetes." <laughs> and he says, "Okay." <laughs> Thank you, driving. That was it. And that was the story that I just was about to embellish yeah. so much for oh. you guys. <laughs> and um, they got married. They have a kid. So. I think that's a beautiful representation of how it should be. Just. Just, just okay. Is. It's just okay. Okay. I like it. Me too. So that's dating with diabetes pretty much. <laughs> yeah. I guess um, if you've had <laughs> yeah, we crazy hear your stories, stories. Or not crazy stories. Or great stories. We want to hear any all story. Hear, mm -hmm. We want to hear all the stories. Yeah. Post about it. And uh, tag Beta Cell Podcast and You're just my type one. On Instagram. I guess you could do it on Facebook too. Yeah. Can you use hashtag out of range? I don't even know if we've used that yet. No, we should start. <laughs> um is that it for this week? I think so. That's pretty good. Yeah. So don't date anyone who has a, a problem dick. with you. <laughs> Stay away from assholes. Stay away from assholes, whether it's about diabetes or not. This Don't is date a life assholes. lesson in all <laughs> categories of real life. That's it for this week's episode. Out of Range is a production of Beta Cell and it's produced by me and Laura. 
Craig does all of our recording and editing. Subscribe to Beta Cell wherever you listen to podcasts to get out of range downloaded automatically onto your phone every week. Love what we do? Support us on Patreon and we'll send you some swag. Visit betacell.com forward slash supporters for more info. We already have one supporter. Megan Lee from at Megan Lee Art. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah. Thanks, Megan. Thanks, Megan. Last week, we asked you to send a (laughs) screenshot of you listening, and we'd send one lucky winner a bag of Beta Cell goodies. Our winner was Leah Limbaugh. Congratulations. Post again this week and tag at Beta Cell Podcast and at your Just My Type 1 for a chance to win. I'm Craig. I'm Laura. And this is Out of of Range. range. I think that was better than last time. (laughs) We're getting there.